This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome, this is Making Yourself at Home radio show and podcast, where you can listen to wonderful stories from many migrants in New Zealand and learn from their experience. Hi, I'm Alina from Romania and I live in New Zealand for three years. Hello, I'm Laura from Colombia and I've been living here for almost 10 years. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon. Here is Making Yourself at Home, Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. You are listening today to Making Yourself at Home. I am here in the studio. I'm Alina from Romania. I am here with Laura, my friend from Colombia. And we have also a guest today, which is Werner from Austria. And I'm looking forward to hear more about him and his journey. And of course, share a lot of the culture in Austria and Germany. And of course, the difference between Austrians and New Zealanders and what are the similarities. How are you, Werner? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you. I'm fine. Yeah, I think now in Austria it's already one in the night or? No, it's just about midnight. Yeah, we are on a 12 hours difference. 12 hours, yeah. Yeah, because my my mother told me that the hour just changed in Mm, Europe. I think it's the same in Austria, right? Yeah. So um, are you talking very often in uh, in Austria with your with your family there or? Less with my family, but uh, mainly with my partners. Uh, yes. On my of my startup. Yeah. Oh, very nice. We will know more about it during the show mm-hmm. because I saw that you have a very interesting background. I didn't know so many things about you, so I'm very curious today what we will discuss. Um, so I met Werner. I think we met just after you came in New Zealand. So you came in May 2022, as you said. And um, Werner came here with his lovely family, Anya, his wife and their daughter, Laura. Laura, she's seven. Yes. And um, yeah, Laura and my daughter, Victoria, they are very good friends. Mm -hmm. They make some sleepovers. (laughs) And um, yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit, Werner, how was your your journey in New Zealand and why did you choose New Zealand? Or was you that choose or somebody else? No, it was not really me that chose that. Um, actually, my wife works for an Austrian company um, that has got a, an affiliate here. And uh, she was asked if she could imagine coming to New Zealand. Mm. And at that time, I knew that I will become free from my previous job. And we made a decision we will go for this uh, probably once in a lifetime opportunity. And yeah. uh, we really did not convince our daughter. We just told her what the facts are. We would uh, move. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we had to undergo a lengthy process due to COVID and the immigration yeah. rules. So it took almost half a year uh, from making that decision until arriving here. Um, yeah, the flight was long as well. Yeah, so 24 we hours or more? Well, actually, it was uh, almost three days. By the calendar, we started in the evening uh, on a Thursday and arrived uh, Saturday afternoon here in New Plymouth. Wow. Uh, Quite exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. uh, Yeah. (laughs) First time in New Zealand, I remember also it was the same. And I remember that my kids also, 
told me like Victoria doesn't want to go back to Romania because of the flight. She said it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> How was your uh, flight with your daughter? She was seven when you arrived already. She was or? seven. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, she kind of liked it part of that uh, i mean we have been lucky uh, flying business class that made it a little bit easier and yeah. she um, liked the the big uh, aircraft uh, but it was still a long flight uh, she mm. chose at least uh, to sleep part of that um, but just with the the time zones we fly uh, we had to fly through um, that was quite challenging and you know we suffered uh, for about two weeks uh, from jet yeah. lag yeah. yeah so I the imagine. first night she got up at three o'clock uh, we had uh, in the morning mm. uh, we had some breakfast and tried to get back to uh, bed by four or five o'clock again so took us a while to adapt to yes, the time zone yes, here yes yeah <laughs> i imagine it's it's difficult for kids right when when they arrive here and and i think for us the same because i remember first first night I couldn't sleep and then the next day we, we wanted to take a nap and the nap transformed in two or three hours and we couldn't wake up but I had to wake up and I woke up everybody when we were just going for a walk <laughs> yeah. because otherwise you know if you stay in this time zone you yeah. get more and more tired. You're not get used to this one and yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's messing with you and, and your system sleeping during light time, uh, yeah, daytime yeah, exactly. and yeah trying to go back to sleep during night time it's not good yeah how was for you Laura when you arrived here you remember I, I don't remember well but no. I've been back to I'm from Colombia and I've been back to to Latin America yeah a couple of times and every time I came back it's a little bit difficult but I'm kind of prepared now I kind of you know, know yeah, yeah yeah I don't remember the first time how how it was I remember about uh Loving the drive from Oakland to New Plymouth, yeah, I remember that, and how, seeing how green it was, and and yeah, it was so different. So I remember that feeling of definitely. I mean, a different country, different landscape, world, different right. landscape, <laughs> different people. Yeah, it, it yes, it was too different for me. It was a little bit shocking. Yeah, yeah. that's what I remember the most. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Great. So now you don't have any more jet lag, Werner. You are ready <laughs> for for New Plymouth yeah, and finally life we here. arrived in the time zone, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you're already six months here or All five months. Yeah, five months. Time is yeah. flying fast. Yes. So what was the things, what are the things that you enjoy the most here? Uh, that the rain turned warmer with mm. the time. Yeah. So we arrived basically uh, with the start of the winter time. So we had uh, lots of rain, uh, more oh, than right. we expected. Uh, <laughs> we were surprised by the temperatures because uh, apparently we coming from Europe, uh, we are used to uh, below zero degrees Celsius. So it was relatively warm here. And yeah, with uh, spring coming, uh, we enjoying more and more of the sunlight here and mm. temperatures rising. Yeah, yeah, because I know in Austria it's rain raining a lot, right? Yeah, well, it was rather dry before, um, so the rain is certainly more here. Um, but as everyone says, this is why the island is so green. Mm, yeah, it's true. Yeah, everybody says that. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> and it's the right side, right? You have to think about about that. Otherwise, you're, you don't enjoy all the raining and all 
Yes, exactly. The, the, the weather, right? The gloomy yeah. weather. Yeah. 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 And have you had the opportunity to travel a little bit around or get to know a little bit of Taranaki or? Yes, we started a while ago to use uh, the weekends um, to explore the vicinity of New Plymouth. Mm-hmm. So we're going in circles there that get larger and larger. Yeah. Um, enjoyed a little bit uh, fun at the mountain, uh, but we haven't got up uh, to the top yet. Okay. Uh, so mm. we'll keep that probably for the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're trying to see more and more of Taranaki. Okay. And what do you think? Are you enjoying we're enjoying very much. Okay. It's a great landscape. Uh, it's a great area here. Mm-hmm. So lots to see, lots of nature, uh, yes. nice pictures uh, to impress the relatives in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Yeah, they are quite <laughs> jealous, right? When you yeah. send them this uh, Mount Taranaki and Tupare Gardens. And um, what what did you enjoy the most, like from the landscape around? Well, it's really this. Uh, thick green nature they have everywhere, uh, plus the, the contrast between the mountain and the sea. Mm. Um, that's really fascinating. I mean, coming from Austria, we're used to mountains, uh, not that much used to sea. So uh, just having to turn around and see both of uh, that uh, in at one time, so that's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. And um, you have a lot of mountains I know in Austria, and I've been there in Innsbruck. Um, is there a difference between the mountain there and the mountain here, or you didn't visit yet the mountains? Um, well, on the North Island, there is a difference because it's mainly volcanic uh, mountains yeah. here, so they have uh, different chinesis. Uh, the Alps have been folded by tectonic forces, so they're very steep, um, and it's, it's, a, it's a long uh, and wide range. Um, but on the South Island, I've been told this is a little bit more similar to the Alps then. Mm. Yeah, that's what people say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never I, been I to didn't Europe. know that. Yeah, i never been to Europe. Well, we're planning to, to go to Germany for this Christmas. And I'm really keen to to see the landscape over there and and enjoy that because everybody says it's wonderful. It and is. wonderful at the end of the year, most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember we've been in Innsbruck and it was so cold and uh, I am not so much into skiing, but mm-hmm. I really like snow, you know, and playing with snow and which you don't have here so much. Like no, there is some snow, to, but not you so have to much. jump in the car and, and travel yeah. to at least Fakabapa three hours away to yeah. enjoy a little bit of snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also in Fakapapa, you know, when you arrive there, it's like. If you don't have the right equipment, you know, oh, no, you, you, you won't enjoy it too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Are you are you ready for uh, summer Christmas? Uh, not really. It feels very <laughs> strange because yeah. uh, from our uh, time understanding of, of the year, mm-hmm. uh, we were, would be in the process of closing uh, up the year and getting yeah. ready for Christmas and preparing everything. It's, it's getting colder and, and yeah. the night's getting longer. Here's just the opposite and at least for, for myself that feels all very strange that we yeah. are now kind of opening up, uh, temperatures increasing and yeah, yeah. while we making fun of uh, <laughs> celebrating Christmas in short trousers. It <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, still yeah, yeah. feels a little bit unreal. Yeah. yeah. And shorts and flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're too new for flip-flops, maybe. <laughs> 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 you will get there. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and and when you arrived here, like it was a cultural shock for you, or everything is similar, like in Austria. No, neither nor. Uh, mm. It's it definitely uh, different, but it wasn't a shock. Um, mm. I've, I've been working for an American company for almost twenty uh, years. So I traveled a lot around the world. Um, a lot of my colleagues have been uh, English, Scottish, uh, Americans. And it seems that uh, New Zealand uh, is, in, in some respect, also a mixture of, of uh, US uh, way of living, uh, cities mm -hmm. built, uh, very mm -hmm. orderly, uh, plus obviously the, the British uh, influx here. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the influence uh, on, on culture and society with the very uh, let's say, Kivian and Maori uh, culture. So mm -hmm. we would try to make us a familiar uh, ahead of coming here. That's and, good. And, yeah, indulge into idea. the culture. Yes. So um, it's new, it's different, but it doesn't really feel that strange. Uh -huh. mm. Yeah, it has an European vibe, not in, in the architecture or anything, but it's pretty similar to to yeah as as you said if you compare maybe with romania yeah or Colombia, more the right? Lati latino yeah. side of of way of living is a little bit yeah different yeah yes, it's a little it is, bit different right. and still you can feel like yeah it's, this is no anything similar to what i used to call home yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe maybe for like uh, I know that my husband, when we arrived here, he found the culture very similar with, with German, you know, this kind of British and German and, you know, but for me it was like a big cultural shock, you know, because it's so different. We, we are so much open and looking at our feelings and expressing everything, which is quite different with the British culture. So maybe for us it's more difficult than for you, obviously, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't really have problems uh, yeah. to adapt. Yeah, yeah. You, you have got your uh, well certain things that are different uh, mm -hmm. that you just need to to understand and work your way with it. But that's life. I mean, this is was part of the game that we will uh, yes. come into a different <laughs> culture yeah. and accept it as it is. Yeah, and uh, for your daughter was um, was easy to adapt also or. Well, the beginning, uh, she struggled a little bit. Uh, obviously, there was a language barrier. She uh, uh, learned a little bit of English um, before we came here. Uh, she had a little bit of English in kindergarten, but that's uh, certainly different than being uh, in, in a native-speaking uh, class here. Yeah. So and the, the change in school system uh, was new uh, and, and, and challenging uh, for her as well. But the system here is uh, very inclusive, uh, we found. Um, so kids are working together. That helped her a lot to adapt uh, really quickly. And it's uh, surprising how quick she adapted uh, yes, to the yes. culture here and uh, how she quick she picked up the language. So. She's really quite proficient in English right now and can express all of her emotions in English as well. Wonderful. That's wonderful. And that's the yes. magic of kids. Eh? They always adapt really, really fast. And that, that feeling of wanting to belong also helped them to really yeah. pick up everything with the new friends and, and the new culture and the new environment. Yeah, that's, the new that's so impressive and yes. so nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
it's pretty cool and it's cool as a parent as a parent to see that your kid is doing well definitely well. yes yeah. uh, it's important very important in, in a moving like this yes because she's yeah. been the only one that hasn't been really asked about that so mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. it was not her first choice to come here yeah and uh, she was homesick for a while missing her friends from school and kindergarten so but she got uh, new friends here yeah uh, relatively quickly uh, so with with that school system it helped that she got invited to gr- uh, birthday parties uh, yeah. play dates and sleepovers and w- we try to to return those favors so that she actually gets embedded in uh, the society here yeah yeah and i mean the sleepovers i think it's quite quite great here you know like <laughs> we don't have so much in europe the sleepovers which is making the kids bonding so fast, you know, when they when they sleep together and yeah. share lunch together or dinner, you know. So I really, really enjoyed, you know, when, when we had your daughter over and um, she was very open and she fell asleep so fast. Like, I think she fell asleep before <laughs> our kids, like at <laughs> seven, eight in the night, uh-huh. she just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, she does not do that at home. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what we need to uh, change. Uh, <laughs> you need to send her yeah. to yeah. Alina. Yeah, yeah. 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 You <laughs> more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I we need some sleep training. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did this with my kids. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a song for you yes. guys. It's uh, from Victor Rice called Lou. So hopefully you like it. Yeah, Enjoy it.
Hello again, welcome to Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. You are here making yourself at home with Alina from Romania. I am with my friend Laura from Colombia, and then we have our guest, Werner, from Austria. And we are discussing so many things about uh, how Werner came here in New Zealand with his wife and uh, their daughter, Laura, in May 2022. And we are looking forward to know more about that. So, Werner, I was really curious because, I mean, I've been in Austria only in Vienna. Uh, so I had very good schnitzel there with uh, pommes, with potatoes. And I wanted to ask you, are there more um, Austrian food that you can recommend us when we go there? Yeah, there's a lot to recommend, actually. Mm. Uh, the, the whole menu in most of the restaurants. So uh, take it easy, yeah. just try to understand <laughs> what it is, because sometimes obviously the, the names are very local. Mm -hmm. um, try to find out what's in it, and if that sounds interesting to you, enjoy it. Uh, there's nothing you can do wrong in Austria with the food. Obviously Wiener Schnitzel uh, is, is one of the typical things. Uh, yeah. You don't eat it with French fries, you eat it with potatoes. Okay. And then it depends a lot of uh, where you're going. Um, if you're more in the Vienna area, there's a lot of uh, sweet um, dishes, uh, desserts. Mm -hmm. If you go more to the west, uh, it gets uh, more pork and beef and so on. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. and, and so on. You have this uh, very nice marzipan, right? Yes, which is, as far as I know, not an Austrian invention, but we like it. We have got a yeah. sweet tooth. Oh. <laughs> so where is it's not coming from Austria? So where is the origin? No, actually, from? I think it's in uh, from southern Germany. Ah, really? At least this is where it's a big thing. Uh, so marzipan from Nuremberg. Yeah, that's very famous. Yeah. What is marzipan? It's uh, minced almonds. Okay. Basically, with a lot of sugar, mm -hmm. um, of sugar. and um, that's the the raw marzipan. But usually, it's then packed into chocolate. And uh, mm. yeah, in Austria, so it's famous. The, the, Mo Mozart, the, the Mozart balls are very famous in Austria, which are okay. uh, chocolate core, then some marzipan. Uh, and uh, and the more chocolate. And more chocolate, <laughs> yes. yes and, the, and the chocolate is like, a, because always when we stopped in Austrian um, airport, you know, mm -hmm. they have this kind of Mozart round balls, you okay. know, with marzipan. And okay. it's marzipan in the middle with a nut or something and then on the top it's the black chocolate which is very very smooth and tasty uh -huh. so we just had from somebody who came from Austria and they gave us and I was so happy to try it again I felt a little bit like home again <laughs> it's such a it's such a good good uh, dessert 
Yeah, and it's very interesting because there are motorballs and there are original motorballs and there are the very original motorballs. So oh, there are okay. probably some like 50 or 100 different brands uh-huh. of motorballs and uh, they are all close to the original recipe and they all pretend to be the original. Uh, <laughs> yes, and, and then you find us just the original to one street or the original to one uh, city. And <laughs> so on. They, they all pretend yeah. to be original. Oh, so good. And that's something that you buy or you make your own at home? Well, we haven't been great cooks in the past and uh, we have no plans really to change that. <laughs> so we are uh, quite easy on eating. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we like to go out for uh, eating, uh, especially uh, my wife and myself just as a couple. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we don't do a lot at home. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought a few recipes with us, uh, uh-huh. but we struggled uh, hard to find uh, the right ingredients yeah Uh, first to check the names or and uh, then it's not usually one-to-one comparable to what we got in austria Mm -hmm. so sometimes we do have to improvise and uh, And you end up with something completely different yes uh, that will be yeah maybe nice but definitely not what you intended to cook yeah Yeah. we'll call it the kiwi version and (laughs) maybe bring it back uh, home (laughs) to austria and impress our friends there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. And I'm sure if you make something here, you will impress your, your friends here. Like um, the pancakes. Um, Werner makes very good pancakes. So okay. So he when he came here, he said, oh, I, I can't cook, but I know how to make pancakes. So he came to our house with his family and uh, he made these pancakes. And mm-hmm. I also make pancakes with raspberry, which I thought they are quite good. But my kids said, oh, we like Werner's pancakes now, you know. (laughs) And what do you put inside the pancakes? Well, not much. And I guess this is the secret. Uh, This is Mm -hmm. mainly flour and milk. Um, That's pretty much all for the dough. And it's then also the how you prepare them, because it's not really pancakes. Uh, Mm -hmm. We call them palachinke in Austria. And it's closer to a crepe, so it's relatively thin. You've got a a, a large uh, flat pan Mm -hmm. that you use and you try to distribute it very evenly so that it doesn't get too thick. Yeah, and then you fill it, um, you put on it whatever you want, uh, jam, uh, Nutella is very mm-hmm. popular with uh, children. Of course. Uh, maybe just sugar with uh, sugar with uh, cinnamon and then you roll it. And okay. Yeah. Ready to it. eat, mm. easy to make, mm-hmm. uh, e- even easier to eat. Yeah. So really popular uh, with children, and that's one of the few recipes that I can make. And I think it you have to say about the preparation because I saw you how much you mix. So usually when I make pancakes, I don't mix them so much, you know. But you mix them a lot, obviously, like for five or ten minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. it takes a longer time. I think that helps uh, to to bond chemically the flour to the milk or <laughs> the other way around. So. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and to make it, it make is, the it dough smoother and yes. for it to be able to spread better and, and faster. Yeah. It is needs it? to rest for a while as well. Okay. Yeah, and then you mix it up again. You, you add now some eggs. Now you so are no telling us. Yeah. No last minute pancakes. <laughs> pancakes. No, it's not a, a last minute uh, dish. Yes. Wow. Well done. And uh, you said about the Wiener schnitzel. You told us about the marzipan. And there are some other food that... Yeah, typically, typical for Austrian is the Schweinsbraten, so a, a pork uh, steak, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain part of the pork that you d- 
don't get cut in that way here as well. So oh, this yeah. is another difference here that they that too, tend yes. to cut uh, the cows and the, the pigs uh, differently. Ah, oh, really? Um, so, so how you cut it? Um, just differently. Don't it ask just me. I'm not a yeah. cook. It's just hard. <laughs> don't ask that. <laughs> from from yeah, the steak and, and uh, the, the, the fattier parts and, and yes. the less fatty parts. Uh, just to you how you segment a, a pig or a cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that uh, also need to be taken into account if if you want to cook uh, like at home. Yeah, and something particular for Christmas time that you will be missing, uh, food wise. Food wise. What do you normally really. do? Not really. No. Traditional food for Christmas. Um, a little bit. My wife uh, is from German and uh, uh-huh. from Germany, so the she. Uh, has got a recipe of a German potato salad. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it famous? Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll not. We are not sure yet if we can find all the ingredients uh, that we need mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, we have not made um, many plans for Christmas yet. Yeah. So as yeah. I said, it feels a little bit odd. Yes. Uh, but I guess it uh, will be soon time to think about to that. Make a yeah. And I think it's also helping uh, because here there is this German-Austrian community, you know, where people are talking in German. And I remember last year it was Christmas and they had the potato salad. And okay. I'm sure and I'm sure they know the ingredients. <laughs> they <laughs> will know, or know where to find them. Where to find them, I think. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the good thing of having uh, a community, a little community of people yeah, from, yeah. from your home country. Exactly, yeah. You can share that information. Privileged yes. information. <laughs> yes, this uh, German-speaking community was very helpful for okay. us, uh, just to find our way quicker. Yes, not having to explore everything ourselves and to go through the whole learning curve. Mm-hmm. We could uh, cut that down and ask our uh, friends where to find uh, this or that, yeah. and also get some tips and tricks of where of to course. go, how to behave, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think it's a. Uh, I really admire uh, your family, you know, how you fit in so quickly in, in New Plymouth and especially in the German community. And they are very constant. So coming to each German meeting, uh-huh. which is quite great, you know, to see to see them all the time there. And each time um, Werner and Anja are cooking such a nice uh, chocolate cake. <laughs> and each time when I go there, I take home from my kids. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is one of the other few recipes that we have it's called a simple chocolate cake simple. this is why you we like it. it and that's why we uh, can prepare it uh, quite well <laughs> because it's so simple yeah yeah it's uh, so simple that i can't uh, really talk about it uh, how to make it <laughs> <laughs> because it's too simple to talk yeah. about and, it's too simple and, too and i think it's like uh, for <laughs> us like simple things like i see also in in germany and austria like you like to know things and make things that are working already, you know, so you like to go to the path that is already working. You don't try different things. It's 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 a yeah. true from the culture point of view? Or? Not really from the culture point of view. This is very specific to my family. Okay. It's just uh, we like to eat, uh, but I never understood that proportion of time to prepare compared to time to consume. <laughs> so we want to cut short uh, the time to prepare and uh, yeah, either if we cook something sel- ourselves, um, have an easy recipe to make, or go out uh, mm-hmm. and uh, delegate the cooking. Yeah, to a uh, practical to a cook. Yeah. To a cook, to, <laughs> to yeah. a cook. Or to other people. <laughs> <laughs> or to other people that want to invite us. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is so good, you know. I love to eat somewhere else than in my house. <laughs> <laughs> in the cleaning. And the cleaning, yes. Yeah. No, yes. For me, that's important, not doing the cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> what are you planning for Christmas? Are you planning already something me? for Christmas? Uh, yes. So, I mean, I, my parents are coming over, so. Oh, yes. I will, uh, so they arrive on the 10th of December mm -hmm. for, for two months. So I'm hope, hopefully my mother will cook something for us. For Christmas. For Christmas, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I will also cook something, of course. But we are just planning to stay with them here for Christmas and New Year's and afterwards in January to to go with them and show them the North Island and the okay. South Island a little bit, you know, but not so much uh -huh. because, yeah, after so much travel, I think they just want to rest. Yeah, of course, you know? of course. And your plans? Um, your where my in-laws are coming to and we are going to Germany through Dubai. It will be a long trip oh, uh, yeah. to stay for Christmas and New Year's over there because my mother-in-law, she really wants to have a white Christmas, so hopefully we have a yeah. lots of snow <laughs> over her, there. Her first white Christmas? Or? Um, not really, but she really wants to, to do it this year, so we're happy to, to be with to her. To be with her, right? Yeah. So that's the plan for Christmas, and normally we spend it here with friends and, and uh, summer Christmas, which is, on the beach, right? On the, on the beach on or the something water. like that. Yeah, so very relaxed, uh, shorts and jandals. And now we're heading north. It's, it's always like north, that. North. Like, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. When, when we were in Romania, we always dream about this kind of Christmas. To have a hot Christmas. Oh, to have a hot Christmas. Yeah, yeah, like here in New Zealand. And we were always talking, like, where should we go? And <laughs> sometimes we are going to Cyprus, you know, because it's quite... Uh, very um, hot there uh -huh. during winter mm -hmm. so yeah most of the times we were going in January and uh, yeah now we have all the Christmas only in flip-flops so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you can enjoy I enjoy hot, but I don't like weather. I don't like so much weather <laughs> Santa Claus you know like no 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 snow it's a little bit strange for me it is weird yes yeah yeah mm. okay I have another Sh song yeah let me find Do you have it. something at Christmas? Let me find song, it, sorry. Yeah. No, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> For Christmas song, it's Christmas, a bit uh, too early. Pre, pre I have an Italian. So if Italian, you, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So let's see, this guy, Tonino Caratone. And the song is called Peccatore. Enjoy. Pamplona se va pa' Barcelona Tonino Caratone, Tonino Caratone Me voy para Milano A cantar con Celentano Peccatore, peccatore Cuando veo a la ragazzi se me enciende los motores Peccatore, peccatore Si me inspiro en el peccato pa' cantar esta canzone
te peca, me he puesto morado, no será tan malo como me ha gustado, si no hubiera estado prohibido ni me habría yo fijado. Puede ser tan malo, si es como yo lo siento. Tonino Caratone, Tonino Caratone. Me invitas a una birra, te canto una canzone. Tonino Caratone, Tonino Caratone. Tiki, 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 te canto el repertorio. Tonino Caratone, Tonino Caratone. Quien viene de Pamplona se va para Barcelona. Tonino Caratone, Tonino Caratone. Me voy para Milano. Cantar con Celentano. Hi, hello again. Here it's Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. You are here in the studio with Alina and Laura from Colombia. I'm from Romania, and we are making ourselves at home with our guest today, Werner from Austria. And we discuss so many things about his culture 
and Austrian food, yep. and especially cakes, and marzipan, marzipan. Yep. and the schnitzel, <laughs> and the schweinbraten, and how the pig is cut differently in order to have um, <laughs> the best meat. So it was such an interesting uh, talk with Werner today. And um, because we have our last part of this, the, um, the meeting today, I want to go a little bit uh, more in other parts be, besides food. So I'm thinking, how, how did you integrate in the community here? What are the things that you, you did in order to feel yourself like home? Start early, trying to get to meet uh, new people. Start early, like 5 yeah, a.m.? No, I mean, just <laughs> fr right from the beginning. Yeah. Not, not to wait uh, that people are approaching you, try to reach out. So we got some information, some, I would say, leads, uh, where yeah. we could meet people ahead our uh, flight uh, to New Zealand. So we had a few names uh, mm -hmm. that we could contact, uh, like you, Elena, for example, and, and your husband and to try to work it from there. Um, certainly uh, the German community helped as well, introducing us to other people and then see what's, uh, how is it, on the, the cultural society market. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got to know that there are Toastmasters in town. They are uh, so I haven't many, been a, yeah. a member before, but uh, I knew about that. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, a melting pot of different cultures and different people um, from all parts of the uh, New Zealand society. Yeah. So I started visiting um, those meetings and uh, yeah, find it, I found it very interesting and finally joined and that uh, gives us exposure. Um, and you know, when you know one person, you get to know another person as well. Yeah. And it's uh, like it a snowball easier. system um, yeah. and yeah, uh, in after five months, uh, we know uh, quite uh, a few people already here. So uh, it's yeah. getting better and better. Yeah, and I think it's so so good how you integrate. Like when I see your Toastmasters, you know, like coming here very early because we, we start at 7, at 7 a.m. in the morning, 7 uh -huh. to 8. And always when I arrive, yeah, because, you know, Romanians are quite late. I'm trying my best, but Werner is always there like quarter <laughs> to seven or I don't know exactly when you arrive, but he's always there when yeah. I arrive at seven. So, yeah, well done in doing that, you know, like very perseverant and quite on time and taking time to meet people, which I think is great. Yes, yes. I mean, the society here, the community is different. Obviously, it's uh, still a different language. I mean, I've been talking a lot in English uh, over yeah. the last uh, decades, but still uh, the social part of the English uh, was pretty new to me. It, yeah. I, I'm proficient in professional English, so I had to learn a lot of uh, personal yeah. words and, and, and expressions, and so that helps just talking to people. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of asking again, so I also like to be there early because it's not only this club meetings uh, alone, it's it's the socializing before mm -hmm. and afterwards that helps exactly. me uh, making uh, friends and connections. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a good tip, like being there before, you know, just to to make the connections and make the social and meeting the people like more personally, you know, than rather than be there and go mm -hmm. fast. Yes. Yeah, nice. I feel like you are the first guest that actually has a very comprehensive way of coming here i don't know i feel like you you guys came prepared at least to try really fast 
and knowing what you wanted to do or what you wanted to achieve. So having a goal in mind, you know that you have to do this, this and this to be able to achieve it faster or in a more, I don't know, efficient way. And, and that's incredible. And that's really good. Yeah, it, it helped in that respect that it uh, took a while uh, uh-huh. to, to get the visa because of COVID and the immigration rules. Uh-huh. So we had the time to prepare um, yeah. formally with, with all what we're looking to, where can we find housing and so on. Yes. And it also helped that uh, we made a decision that my wife will focus on her job that brought us here, that, that uh-huh. was the kind of anchor. And um, by the immigration rules, I could only apply for a work permit after arriving. So that took a while to get it. Yeah. So I, uh, we decided that I will be the CFO for the first month, the mm-hmm. chief family officer. <laughs> and uh, I took care basically of all the, the personal and private stuff, uh-huh. uh, all the red tape yeah. and m- mm-hmm. making sure that my daughter gets to school and um, has all the, the afternoon uh, entertainment that she needs mm-hmm. uh, yeah. playing the taxi driver the family driver <laughs> yeah and so on but, uh, <laughs> wow, so it's we had this clear distinction of uh, uh-huh. who has to do what yes yeah. and that definitely helps because there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty when you move abroad in terms of a culture and i will like it or not because you know that once you're here but having that um plan really helps Really, really helps. Yes, and well, it requires also to be open, have an open mind. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Sometimes people try to make the new home like the old like home. Like the old home, yes. But we traveled 18,000 kilometers uh, not to be in the same surrounding yeah. Yeah. Uh, as we've been before. So part of that decision was really to try something new. And embrace um, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's probably one of the last times we can do that mm-hmm. um, so we said so good, right? yeah. let's let's really immerse in the culture here in the society accept yeah. it as it is with all the the pros and cons compared to austria yeah. but uh, we made the decision so we we have uh, to live with that to go through with and, it uh, yes we we will make the best out of it and yeah. um, i mean like uh yeah just try it uh, to live the life as good as we can here. yeah yeah and i feel that that's the the big difference between a good experience and a bad experience when you do anything in life in life but when you make a change like this if you are all in you will make the most right and and you will yeah. make everything to make the most out of it out of your experience yeah Yeah. you won't be thinking about uh, like your body is here but your mind and your heart Mm. is back home wanting and and dreaming of the people of the food of the work uh, environment whatever but if you are really here truly 100% here you will see or start seeing that you can enjoy things here that you can actually maybe live here for quite a while and learn something grow or make it your home for yeah, whatever yeah, time yeah. you're here yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's right yeah if something is good or bad is basically your own decision Correct. consciously or unconsciously but it's it's up to you what you make out of it uh, yeah. certainly there are differences there are things here that are well maybe not as positive uh, yeah, as, as we were used to mm-hmm. um, certainly different and you, you could complain about that or you just accept it and uh, yeah. work your way and, and uh, see it as a new experience as a new challenge Correct. to take on 
Yeah, yeah. this is such a good it. advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Werner, it's quite wise huh, to say that. I think it's <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a it's a thing of mindset and attitude. Yeah, everything in life is. But when you make how a you big change, mind, yeah, yeah. How do you prepare? How do you go into it? Yes. Yes, it's so important. And um, I'm very curious because you, obviously you came here for. Um, your wife's contract and how it was for you like leaving behind your your work and your business because I know you are have a, a startup in Austria right are you still continuing that or yes I am it was a little question mark how I can continue that uh, obviously with the time difference but it worked out I would say okay it, mm -hmm. it depends on the time of the year now we've got 12 hours time difference that makes it uh, more complicated because yeah. it shortens the, the professional time overlap yeah. um, because I mean I'm a late owl still up at midnight or later but midnight here is uh, noon in Europe yeah, yeah. so that uh, restricts me to the mornings in, in Europe yes. um, in uh, the other half of the year it's better with 10 hours so but uh, I can use the Ten. time here and uh, yeah, we, we do have our online meetings uh, my co-founders and myself mm -hmm. in the evenings here and um, my part in that startup is the more of a homework let's put it that uh, way I'm mm -hmm. responsible for a lot of the, the technological issues and okay. I can do that uh, whenever I find time yeah. for it. Nice. Wow this is yeah. great that you can continue your work while you're here so when did you when did you start a startup in in austria well the basic idea was uh, in late 2016 and uh, we founded the the entity in 2018 so it's now four years old mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we got some uh, investors on board in 2019 and the last one earlier this year mm. how it's called the it's called greenwell energy nice okay. and, and what do you do like well, our, our business model is to convert <coughs> depleted oil and gas wells into geothermal energy sources and find the right applications for that. This is uh, the, the key issue. Mm -hmm. It's um, more a miracle uh, technology-wise. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, it's been done before, but it's never been really successful. Okay. And part of that uh, is because you need to find the right application for this kind of energy. Okay. Yeah. And you can apply these things also here in New Zealand or is just for, for Austria? In principle, yes. Uh, it's universal. Wherever you have oil or gas wells, you can uh, apply that. Um, New Zealand has got a good uh, environment for geothermal energy. Yes, it does, right? Sitting yeah. on volcanoes. Um, so you have good temperatures. Uh, on the other side, you don't have that much of an oil industry onshore right now. Mm -hmm. and so the geothermal focus is on direct uh, uh, generation of, of heat and from that the electricity. Mm -hmm. But uh, we will see if uh, there's an application here as well. Interesting. Wow. Interesting, yeah. And hopefully you can, you can do that here and bring it here to New Zealand. Then. <laughs> that would be nice. Yes. Yeah, that would be really nice. Um, so we have only five, six minutes uh, to go. We kind of talk about uh, our, normally our last question is, what would you say to somebody that is new to New Zealand? How can they uh, feel more at home? What would be your advice? You kind of, we kind of touched that. Anything else that you could yeah. say to new people in short, New Zealand? In short, be open to the new. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, it, it will be different um, un unless you're really 
coming from similar cultures, but that yeah. I think uh, New still. Zealand is very special yeah. just by the geographic uh, location. I don't know if there are similarities with Australia and, and, and other islands in the Pacific, mm-hmm. but uh, from I, th- I think from a perspective of, of European, it's very different. So y- the best is to be open and accept it uh, and uh, bring your rain gear. I think that's also important uh, to... Rain gear. Rain gear, yeah. Rain yeah. coat and uh, yeah. gumboots and so on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring your coats. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you. you so thank much you very much today. It was a great show and I really appreciate your time and uh, giving us all your advices and in a such a short and punctual way. And I really, <laughs> really appreciate the way you integrate here. So I thought uh, your family and you did a great job in coming to New Zealand and fit it in so fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really admire. So hopefully we will have you again to the radio or who knows, maybe somebody else from your family. Yeah, thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, have Bye. a nice day. Bye. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth. Thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.